You are listening to Life's the Vacay podcast, a weekly podcast series focusing on living a life without limitations. I'm your host, Cha Jones. Each week, I interview purposeful people about what they do and how they do it. Some have traditional professions, while others have designed unconventional careers. But what matters most is that they all are living a life where business and pleasure never separate. Each day is a vacay. So let's get started. Welcome to another episode of Life's a Vacay podcast, where you're designing life on your own terms, so you're always living on purpose. Hey, it's another episode of Life's a Vacay podcast. I'm your host, Cha Jones. Today, I'll be talking to Miss Sheila K. Brown about manifesting the life of your dreams. Sheila is a powerhouse world traveler, business consultant, and internet marketing coach. She helps aspiring and veteran entrepreneurs build more income streams to enjoy lives of freedom. She is the creator of Portable Income, an online school that teaches how to create portable income streams to have a portable life. I'm so excited to introduce Ms. Sheila K. Brown to Life's of AK. Let's get started. Hey, Sheila. I'm excited to talk to you today. How are you doing? Girl, I'm doing absolutely fabulous, and I'm equally as excited, if not more so. Well, it's been, I think we talked in the pandemic. I had a panel, ladies, ladies with lunch, and you were part of that panel. So I haven't actually spoke to you, but I always follow you on social media. You are, so for those who don't know, let me go ahead and give them a little visual of Miss Sheila Kay. She is Black Barbie, like, she looks just like Barbie, just Black. <laughs> and she's a hoop, y'all. Like, she will keep you laughing forever. And I just absolutely adore you because you are so funny. And then she has this Southern draw. She's such a Southern lady, but she will cuss you out, okay? <laughs> So <laughs> you, you will get all the way cursed out, but she'll do it so lovely. Like, so I always like seeing your posts show up on my feed because I know I'm going to laugh. You are too funny. But today I wanted to just talk to you and just have a little conversation because I've just started this podcast, Life's a Vacay. And I started thinking about all the people that I know who are truly showing up in life and living a life that they have created that is purposeful and they're not working a regular job. However, I tell people all the time, just because you work a, a regular job does not mean that you cannot create a life of vacay by using the funds from your regular job to live that life that you so choose to, to live, even with a nine to five. So tell everybody what you do and how you have created a life of vacay. That's a loaded question. And thank you for that intro. I appreciate that. <laughs> So I am Sheila Kay. I'm an internet marketer and an entrepreneur. I have been one for gosh, 15 years at this point in time. I'm kind of known for having created a life 
a life of complete freedom. One of those lives that people say, oh, that's not even possible. And I'm like, oh yeah, it is. I've done it for quite a while. So basically my previous life and my, I call it my uh, secular civilian life. I was a corporate <laughs> recruiter for 20 years for some of the top companies in the world. I started at a PepsiCo right out of college, uh, PepsiCo, Gateway Computers, Walt Disney Company at their studio lot, and then ended my career with Activision. So my last W-2 job was way, way, way back in uh, 2005. Back then, I lived in Beverly Hills, had a really great lifestyle, totally loved it, but I just, I wasn't really happy or complete. And then in 2007, a book called The 4-Hour Workweek came out, and we could talk about that a little bit more later on. But I learned about this concept of living in amazing countries around the world that are, have a great quality of life, but don't cost a lot of money to live there. And as long as you can figure out how to make money online, you could have that lifestyle. And that was exactly what I was looking for in my life. I just didn't know what it was. And so I set out to learn how to do that. And I've done it successfully now for you know over a decade at this particular point. So yes. So my business is I make money online. I have books on Amazon. I do a ton of e-commerce and, and various things we can get into as well. Yes. So you chose this life and yes, and you already had an amazing life. So why not just continue to live the life that you already created? That was amazing previously. Why do this? Why start internet marketing and working for yourself? Because sometimes that can even be harder than having a job. <laughs> Great question. Yeah. So becoming an entrepreneur is the hardest thing you will ever do in your life. Don't let anybody tell you it's easy. But what I will tell you is that my DNA, I'm built for freedom, period. I grew up in the Midwest. I knew I didn't belong there. You know, I saw everybody in my high school, they all graduated and they all kind of married each other, moved to the next town. I knew when I was a very small, small child that I wasn't meant for that life and that lifestyle that I was meant for a whole lot more, specifically being out in LA, specifically being in Beverly Hills and whatnot. So I set a goal and a dream to actually do that. And I got there. So I hit that goal, had all the money, all the fit, like all the trappings, the Gucci's, like everything you could possibly want by the time I was, you know, 30, early 30s. And uh, I remember I was 37 years old. I literally had everything, I had 300 Gucci bags, two sports cars, sugar daddies. I mean, the life of Beverly Hills that you really, truly picture. I had a team of 10 people that were glam, smart glam squad, team Sheila, the whole nine. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, damn, you know, I have literally everything and I'm, I'm not happy. And I'm like, is this what it's supposed to be? And so I was, as I was moving up in my career ladder, you know, climbing the corporate ladder as we all have done as black women, I'm like, okay, so I could keep grinding and, and keep killing myself to get to the, the VP level, director level, what have you. And then what? Mm-hmm. Grinding. And so is this, is this what life was supposed to be? And I was like, no, that's not what it's supposed to be. Not at all. And like I said, I'm hardwired for freedom. And when I found out about what internet marketing was, I could make money online, which meant that I could literally live anywhere in the world I chose. I could have any lifestyle that I chose if I could just figure things out. So that was why. I gave up the quote unquote amazing life to build an even more amazing life, but on my terms. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I got really tired of corporate America. Anyone of us that have worked there, particularly as Black women, you know, we know what a, what a toll that takes on our soul, our spirit, our everything, what a price we pay. And uh, I was just no longer willing to deal with that life. I, I would much rather have quit and gone and flipped burgers in, in Taiwan or something before <laughs> I, I kept that up. So that's why. <laughs> I get it, you know, and you said a lot because I think, you know, I can only talk about the Black woman's experience because Mm -hmm. I'm a Black woman, I've lived it. 
And working in corporate America, especially when, you know, and, and now everybody has this whole, I talk diversity. And they want to talk about like inclusion and what diversity means when we don't normally have a seat at the table and we definitely don't have a voice. So when you're working in corporate America, you just feel like you're the invisible woman and there's no way for you to show up because they don't take you seriously. And even the few that they give the right to sit at the table and quote unquote have a you know voice, that voice isn't always translated to reflect who they are and what they really believe because it's not your world, right? So you can't create it. And so when I started thinking about Life's a Vacay, I really wanted to talk to people who were creating life, like you said, on their own terms that could give them more freedom and flexibility to do things that they desire to do. What does that mean for you? What If somebody came up to you and said, what's a, what's a life of AK? What's that? So for me, my definition was, it was what I witnessed when I lived in LA. I used to go to Malibu all the time. I love Malibu. I always had an obsession with the ocean and living on the water. So I'd go out there and I would look from the outside, looking in at all these mansions and whatnot. And, and I envisioned a life in which I had a beautiful oceanfront home. And I wanted to wake up in the morning, get up out of my bed, open up my blinds, and I wanted to see crystal blue water. And I wanted to spend my days on my terms. I wanted to wake up when I wanted to wake up. I wanted a personal trainer to come to the house. I wanted to eat healthy foods. If I wanted to work, I wanted a thriving coaching business that didn't tax me, that brought in, you know, a quite significant amount of money. I wanted to have, you know, fine lovers all over the world. <laughs> and I wanted no stress, no wrinkles, no stress, no mess, no nothing. So that was my definition of freedom. That's what I set in my mind that I wanted to have when I found out that you could actually do this. That was the vision that I have and that I set. Didn't know how I was going to do it. And this was in 2007. But coincidentally, in October of 2012, I actually achieved that when I moved to the Dominican Republic and had my first of you know six oceanfront homes or whatever. So that was freedom for me to do what I wanted to do, when I wanted to do it, how I wanted to do it. And to never in my natural Black woman life have anybody <laughs> tell me what the hell to do. Okay, Period. come on, natural Black woman life. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my definition. <laughs> That's powerful. That's so powerful because there are so many people who feel like I can't do it. I don't even know where yes, to you start. Can. Yes, you and can. definitely, they definitely can. But tell us how you how you got the courage and took your first step yeah. in creating this life. So the courage, I guess, yeah, I wouldn't describe me as very courageous, but I think the first step was making the decision, mm-hmm. making the decision that, first of all, what I have, even though it was spectacular, you know, we all have this goal of, okay, once I get the six figures, right, it's got to get there. That was so funny. That's like the magical number, right? And then you get there and you're like, wow, I really thought this would feel a hell of a lot differently. Mm-hmm. Than it does. And uh, then you also realize that, you know, 100,000, 150,000, whatever is only a couple of dollars in your, in your paycheck, more, maybe 20, 30, 40 in your take home. So you get there and you realize, damn, this really isn't really worth it. And so for me, it was making the decision to let that go, release all identity that was tied to that, release the material. I, I was very much a materialistic woman and I decided to become a minimalist. You know, spirit universe said, give all this shit up. 
So I sold all my things and just became completely unattached. While at the same time, once I made the decision to figure out this whole untethered life is what I call it, that, that came with also deciding to make investments to learn how to do it. So I started seeking out mentors and coaches that I could actually pay money to, to fast track learning how to do this as well. So I got my first mentor in um, what October of 2007, a few months after I heard about this lifestyle, paid $5,000, flew across the country to Florida, learned a lot, came back, was still scared to kind of implement or what have you, but tried a few things. And it was uh, several years of trial and error before I really dialed it in. But it really all started with and starts with all of us with a decision, the decision to claim something different for yourself and then to go for it and to trust in the Lord that he will never bring us anything that we can't handle. All we have to do is just be very intuitive and literally just keep saying yes and keep stepping forward. Yeah, I think so many people, they tell themselves a bunch of stories and a lot of times they have the wrong people around them that keep telling them they can't do it. That's impossible. Um, nothing is impossible. If you if you can dream it, you can achieve it. And I know there's like, oh, that's what people say. This is just words that are falling on deaf ears. But no, really, you can create whatever life that you so choose. What does your life um, look like right now? So if I came to Sheila Kay's house, how's <laughs> Sheila living right now? Girl, Sheila's living damn well. <laughs> <laughs> As I have since I started this journey. So something's about me. So I, I'm very much a luxury woman. I'm a bougie girl, luxury, luxury, luxury. Like when I decided when I was young watching Beverly Hills 90210 when I was a kid and I'm seeing the Rolls Royces and that lifestyle and I fought a lot of celebrities, I was like, yo, that's for me. So I grew up really desiring that. Yeah, I'm a little black girl from Raytown, Missouri, right? Who, who knows how to do that shit, right? But, you know, figured it out and I had it. So I have to have a lifestyle because this is, is very important to me. It's important for me to not have stress and to be comfortable and whatnot. So currently I live in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, here on the West Coast. I've been in Mexico for three years. I was in Plata Carmen before that. I have a gorgeous absolutely gorgeous home that I manifested. It's a two-story luxury penthouse. I'm sitting here uh, looking at my own private pool that I have. I'm five minutes from the beach. I used to live oceanfront, but now I live a little bit further back from there. My housekeeper, who you had a camera on, you would see she's upstairs cleaning my house. You know, I, I live, I manifested exactly what I wanted to have. I work when I want to work. I don't when I don't want to. I have a very chill lifestyle. You know, we mm -hmm. talked about corporate before and the reason why I was so against that, I'm so against it now is because I was so stressed out back then. Girl, I remember I was always sick. I would have like bronchitis and couldn't cure because if you take a day off, you, you know, you get persecuted or whatever. I've never been sick a day in my life in the past, you know, 10 years since I left that foolishness. So it's just it's just amazing. It, it's tranquilo as, as we call mm -hmm. it here. But it's a uh, yeah, it's beautiful. It it sounds amazing. I'm still waiting for my invite so I can sit by pool and drink some nice champagne. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, <laughs> so I'm amazed by the things that you're able to do. And when I talk, <laughs> I talk to people who, you know, they they're living a substandard life and, and on their own terms, right? Because if you start thinking about 
what people want. Everybody doesn't want the same thing. Everybody can't dream like you dream and and dream in color like you dream because they don't want the same things, right? And so their color might be a little different, right? And, And it's okay because you are creating the life that you desire to have and they should do the same. So when you are talking to someone or someone is looking for a potential coach and they're looking for coaching you, what are some of the things that they should position themselves to do to work with you? I think the first thing is mindset. So one of the things that I did along with learning the tactical what to do, how to make money online or whatever I've I've invested almost $200,000 at this particular point in learning how to do that. I also invested in my mind, in my mindset. I've invested at least $100,000 in programs to learn how to control my mind, how to remove all the bullshit that was there, what have you. So you, I, I believe personally, we can't do anything without the right mindset because that's where it all begins and that's where it all ends. So the first thing is when I say make the decision, You've also got to take the time and invest the energy determining, okay, what in my mind is going to keep me from doing this? You know, back in the day, I would look at people. And for me, as long as I could see someone doing something, I would look at that and say, well, okay, they're human just like me. They don't have anything that I don't have. Like even in corporate, people used to always be intimidated by like the president of the company or the owners of the companies or what have you, these big corporations. Well, I always had to work directly with them because I always recruited their people for them. And so I remember one time I had a meeting with the head of Activision, his name is Bobby Kotick. He's really famous right now because he just sold to Universal or whatever. And my VP, my EVP, my executive vice president was this male named Mike. And he's like, now, Sheila, when you're going to talk to Bobby, you know, just don't be afraid, blah, blah, blah. And I'm looking at Mike, this grown ass white man who makes $400,000 a year. Like, are you afraid of this other man? Because mm-hmm. I always look at other people like, look, I don't care how much money you have. I don't care how famous you are. You wake up in the morning, your breath stinks just like mine. You need to go to the bathroom. Your boo-boo smell like shit just like mine. <laughs> you got to wash the same as I got to wash. So it's like I've learned at a young age to not other people or to mm-hmm. not make someone more than me because of a status, a perceived status that they may actually have. So my first suggestion is level the playing field. Realize that none of us are any less than or more than anybody. We are all human beings having a human experience on this earth. We're all child children of God, whatever your persuasion is at the end of the day. So I think you have to come into this with with that standpoint, period. So because that for me gave me a very blank slate and it gives me a blank slate every day to dream up and to create anything that I want to have. I never look at anything and say, well, you know, I know you want that house in Malibu, but that would be, you know, $20,000 a year, a month to rent. Clearly, I didn't have that money back then. But I said, all right, well, I can move to a foreign country and have it for a fraction of that. Mm. I didn't say, well, that's not for me. Right. I've never said, you know, nothing is not for me. So to work with me or, or to have anything in life, give yourself grace and mm. give yourself permission and give yourself that blank canvas in which to dream. Because we are all given that. I don't care what your circumstance is. I don't care if you was locked in the glove box of the car when you were little. I use that expression talking about trauma without speaking about trauma, but you know what I'm talking about. Um, mm-hmm. you know, whatever that is, give yourself a blank slate in which to create. So that was a very long-winded answer to your question, but it, it really does all start there. Because once you have that, you have whatever the hell it is you want to have. If, if, listen, if I can do it, bro, anybody can, period. Right. 
And it's important to know that, you know, you, you said a lot because oftentimes people don't think that they can do what someone else does because they put someone on a pedestal and they, they're like, oh, this person is this, like this amazing person. They have all the things, they got the money, they got, I guess, a head start in life when you don't know what they got. Because a lot of times you see what people want you to see and you have a perception of what that person is doing and how they're doing it, but that may not be the reality of how things have occurred. And then we have this false sense of how things work. Like you look at people on social media and you're like, oh, they blew up. They just, you know, they started and they just blew up the next day. And that's not (laughs) how it works. Like Uh -uh. it literally (laughs) takes an idea, put it into action. You start moving towards it. And there are challenges that occur. Some people have bankruptcies. They have failed businesses. They may lose a house. They may lose a limb. You don't know what the story is. But by the time they get the opportunity to tell it, it looks like it's new. And it looks like it just happened. And then that's not the case in most cases. So I'm glad that you really talked about how you have moved forward and how people work with you in the mindset, because the mindset, we oftentimes cannot create the life that we want because we have all this negative thoughts that are going through our heads and things that have happened in our life, like you talked about trauma. But more importantly, we just don't believe it for ourselves. Talk to us about some of the fears that you had to overcome so that you could start living the life that you wanted to live? Excellent question. You know, it's funny on this particular journey and deciding to give everything up and start over or create whatever, I have never had one single fear, which I know sounds crazy, but because I just, I knew once I, once I decided, I knew it was going to happen. And mm-hmm. let me tell you something on, on this journey, like when we see social media, we see everybody's highlight reel. You know, no one's talking about what's really going on. I'm very transparent with my stuff. I tell people all the time, listen, the first time I started out with this, you know, way, way back in 2009, I sold everything in Beverly Hills, took my behind over to Australia, thinking I was going to figure out internet marketing and do all these things. And I went broke after five months. And this was back in uh, 2009 during the financial crisis or whatever. So I said, well, I'll just come back to the States and just get a job as a recruiter. Well, guess what? Nobody was hiring. There were no Mm. recruiter jobs. So I had a 22-month financial free fall that saw me move to Austin, Texas, kind of start over a little bit, but then go back to LA, living with a girlfriend for free uh, in her house. And she and I both didn't have jobs. And I was in the freaking, uh, after what, month 21 went to the freaking welfare line in the South Central, freaking 10 miles from my old house to apply for like emergency services or whatever. They denied me. So I had to figure out how to rebound from that. And over the years, I've had a ton of financial highs, a ton of them, thank God. But over the years, I've had a ton of financial lows. I've gone broke a bunch of times, had to start over, but I lived abroad, so it didn't really make a difference. So even with all of that, I've, I've never had fears because there's nothing to fear. There's literally mm-hmm. the only fear that I have would be to decide to not go for the life that I want, to decide to quit. And what will my life look like if I quit? That's, right. That is actually what I'm afraid of. And that's what drives me. 
period. And yes. I want to say something else too, to your point. I want to bring this up too. You all, as you are setting your goals and changing, setting your dreams, if, it, if your life looks very different than life that you want or what have you, please shut the hell up about your goals. Do not go to anyone in your circle. Don't go to your family. Don't go to your mama. Don't go to your friends unless they're doing what it is you want to do. Because what will happen is you'll tell them, hey, person that's supposed to love me. I, I think I heard, I saw her this podcast and these beautiful sisters live in Mexico and I want to live in Mexico too. And the first thing I'll say, girl, it's not safe down there. Blah, blah, blah. They're going to shit all over your stuff, period. And it's not out of place of like negativity. It's because A, they don't understand. They watch the news and the media, they don't understand. But B, it's a way to kind of protect you as well. So my first advice to everybody, once you decide to make a change like that, shut up, just shut up. Find people that are doing what you want to do. Find groups on Facebook, but do not tell your world around you. Put your head down, build. And then when you're about to leave, you bought your ticket, your flight's like the next day. It's like, hey, y'all, FYI, I'm going to whatever, whatever. So those are the things that I kind of wanted to point out. This is please be quiet about your dreams because there are so many dream stealers out there. Yes. You'll never, the first person that says, girl, you can't do that then your your whole dreams and, and stuff are completely derailed, so. Yes, and I'm a strong believer. And I think my mother taught me that at a very young age. I think I was eight and she was buying a house and she never told, she didn't even tell us until she had the keys in her hand and we was moving in. And I learned that, you know, when you have something that you desire to have, that you have to keep that close to you because oftentimes people, because they have their own fears, they have their own disappointments, they have the things in their life that aren't working. And so they'll tell you from their perspective, but that doesn't have anything to do with you and where you're going. And so you have to kind of carve out your own lane and be willing to walk it and sometimes walk it alone. You can be in relationships. I know people in relationships who have desires to have businesses or go places and do things. And they're married to the wrong person who Mm. isn't feeding that dream. And sometimes it it comes to a point where, okay, I want to do this and I may have to get a divorce. And I'm not advocating for divorce by no means. But what I'm saying to you is that sometimes the people that are in your inner circle don't want the same thing. They don't have the same vision. And visions are giving singularly (laughs) to you specifically for you to live out and to make happen. And so we sometimes feel like we need to have somebody that can buy into our dreams and goals. And we try to position them in a place so that they can go with us. And sometimes it doesn't require that you go with someone, that you go alone. So if anybody is thinking about doing something, keep it to yourself, move forward. And, and like she said, doesn't mean that you can't tell anybody. You have to invest in people who are investing in you. So the people who want to see you succeed and move forward, those are the people that you need to be talking to. Sheila, tell us, the listeners, how your life has created freedom for you to do other things that maybe you you weren't anticipating being able to do until you stepped out and started to walk in the way that you're able to walk now and live the way that you're able to live now? That's a great question. I would say that my life has afforded me joy, period, joy and peace. When I you know had the secular life before and corporate and all that stuff, 
I, my life, even though it was great and I was, I was happy, you know, happy, happy, happy. There's a very clear distinction between happiness and joy. And I didn't learn that until fairly recently. And I realized that while I've always been happy and great things have always happened, it just, I just didn't have just a, a peace and a joy to my life. And so now I do, I wake up like I'm unflappable. Anything could happen. I'm like, we're going to figure it out. Like whatever, 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 because I'm just rooted in that joy. As far as like an experience or tangible thing my life has afforded me. One of the most recent things is I've been doing internet marketing for quite a while. And uh, there's some people out there in the industry that are very, very successful, nine-figure entrepreneurs and people that I've looked up to and, and very much admire and whatnot. And I'm being invited here lately to go and, and speak on stages with them and, and, and be parts of really kind of really big things. So I never dreamed of that. And it just happened in December. There was a, a person I met way, way back early in the journey back in 2012 and unofficially back in 2009, created a course that I was taking in when I was in Australia, I would listen to it in my ears all the time as learning. And I just loved his voice and the way he taught or whatever. And I set an unconscious decision. I was like, I would love to work with him one day. That would just be amazing. So I went back to the States and I went to a live event that he had and we met face-to-face in 2012. I didn't become friends per se, but he kind of kept tabs on me, what have you. And then we just kind of reconnected back last year on Clubhouse and he didn't know what I was doing professionally, put on demand e-commerce. And he's like, wow, that's amazing. And he just invited me to speak on a stage in December in front of all these successful entrepreneurs. And that's opening up doors and things like that too. So that's something that I, I sure as hell could not have imagined. And the fact that I, I love kind of doing that as well, kind of being more on stage. So that's definitely an unexpected byproduct of making the decisions to step out on faith and keep building and just, you know, keep at it basically. All right. So you talk a lot about what I... If I use the definition, I would define it as manifestation and being able to manifest. So if someone is, they're at that place in their life where they're trying to make a choice to do something different and they are thinking about this plan and and they write it down. They finally get to the point where they actually write it down because that's one of the first steps is that you have to be clear about what it is that you want and you write it down. Now, what are the next steps? for them to be able to create and have the life that they want by manifesting it into existence? I love this question. I am the absolute queen of manifesting. I've been doing it my whole life, consciously and unconsciously. The first thing I will say before you even start to do the actual practice of manifestation is it goes back to that mindset. If you don't have unwavering belief that you can have and create whatever it is you want, then you can do all, I can give you all the 12 steps, whatever. And, and it's, it's a, it's a moot point. It won't make any difference. So I want to kind of go back to do some pre-work before you start the process of manifesting. And that pre-work is by reading some books and a book I want to recommend. I think one of my favorite to get your mind ready is a book called think and grow rich. Mm-hmm. That is one that is like the Bible of everyone. That's one of those books that I read every year without fail. And every time I read it, it's a new book because my brain has elevated and I'm like, oh my God, I'm reading this for the first time. You know, it's like my 50th time reading it. So Robert Kiyosaki, (laughs) y'all. Yep. 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 That's a good one too. Uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, but uh, Think and Grow Rich by uh, Napoleon Hill is the one that really trains your brain to know what's possible. Cause that's the thing. We don't really believe things are possible for anybody 
And then even for you, so you've got to take it to that granular level. So let's do some mindset work first. And that's what I recommend starting with the books. Let's say when you got that, girl, I got the mindset stuff, I'm ready. Give me the tea. All right, cool. So when I manifest something, if I see something that I want or decide what I want to have, first of all, you have to learn to not worry about the how. It's kind of human nature to say, well, I don't know how that's going to happen. So then you immediately stop yourself from allowing it to happen. Our job in manifesting is only to create the what. Whatever, whatever it is, the how will take care of itself. When I give the example, manifesting is like ordering a burger at McDonald's, right? When we go to McDonald's, any drive-thru, you have to say, okay, girl, I want a Big Mac. All right, let me pull into the drive-thru. So you go to the drive-thru. Hi, welcome to McDonald's. I'm, I'm Sheila. May I take your order? Yes, I want a Big Mac, a large fry, and a large Coke. So that's a Big Mac, large fry, large Coke. Does, it, does that complete your order? Yes. Okay, ma'am, that'll be $6.59. Pull around to the window. Great. You give the lady the money, you get your change, go to the next window, they give you a bag. Guess what's in that bag? A Big Mac, a large fry, and you got your large Coke that you order. You take it, you eat it, you got exactly what you ordered. Perfect. That's what manifesting is. Because what didn't happen? I didn't pull up to that window and say, because you have to be really clear when you manifest. I didn't see that. How may I take your order? I didn't pull up and say, um, I want some food. Because specificity <laughs> is the right. most important thing in manifesting. You've got to get hella granular clear on what it is you want because universe doesn't understand yes or no. It doesn't understand black or white. It only understands exactly verbatim what you say. So if I order the Big Mac, large fry and a large Coke at McDonald's, that's what I'm going to get. But if I pull up to that drive, I'm like, yeah, I want food. Well, okay. They sell food, but that's not going to get me what I want. Okay. Well, ma'am, what, what did you want to order? We have hamburgers here. Okay, well, I'll take a burger. Well, ma'am, we have 10 kinds of burgers. What specific burger do you want? Uh, the one between the buns, ma'am. <laughs> so you, you see how arduous that process would be if you didn't know exactly what sandwich you wanted to have. Also too, after I ordered that Big Mac large fry, large Coke, I didn't get up to the lady to say, okay, so tell me exactly how that food is prepared. What were all the steps? I need to know all the how as to how y'all made that meal and how it's coming to me. I need tell me the how before I pull up and get this food. It's like, no, I ordered the food. I knew it was going to come because I paid for it. I told them exactly what I wanted, paid for it, and I got it, and I ate it. Manifesting is the same thing. So the steps. Number one, get clear your mindset. Rethink and grow rich. Know that you can do it. Number two, get hella clear. When I manifested this house here, very specific, another applied to Carmen, I said, because I moved here, didn't know anybody. It was kind of an emergency move and I had to get a house quickly. I was really hella clear on the fact that I wanted a two-story penthouse. I wanted my own pool. I wanted an interior designer decorated home. I said I wanted ocean from, but then I decided I didn't want that. Every single thing that I said I wanted to the T is in this house. That's how I knew it was for me. I didn't know this place even existed. I didn't know they had these kind of homes here. I just knew that was what I wanted. So when you are clear, get clear on what you want, and you've got to trust in the fact that it's going to come for you. Once you do that, you have to do a practice that's called detachment. Detach from what it is. Detach from the outcome. It, the magic happens in that detachment. So when I said universe, okay, y'all know I'm moving here, and it's got to be um, with the budget I want it to. Is so I want this house, blah, blah, blah. This is what I want to pay. Even though houses here of this caliber, as I did research, or like double and triple what I'm actually paying. I said, this is my budget, make it fucking happen. So, so I got really clear on what I wanted and I detached, I let it go. I didn't think about it. I didn't worry about it. I didn't say blah, blah, blah. I didn't change my mind. I just completely detached. And next thing I know, there was a period of steps 
my steps were ordered to this exact mm -hmm. home. So you've got to detach from what you want, go on about your business. And then all of a sudden you'll notice that you'll get a phone call or something will happen that's kind of related to what it is you want. So when that happens, you have to say yes. Yes. Recognize what that is. Don't be like, oh, this is coming in. Oh, well, I don't know. I'm scared. You have to say yes. And you have to act immediately. Universe operates with speed, immense speed. And when what you're asking for is happening quickly, that's because you're messing it up. You're worrying about it. So you're not detached. You're trying to change the order. So they don't know what to give you now. Mm -hmm. You know, when I got up to pay for my order, uh, and when I picked up my food, I didn't tell the girl, okay, well, I think I want a, a, a quarter pounder with cheese and I, I don't change the order. I got the right. order when they handed it to me. So like, don't do that. And you got to trust. And as we talked about earlier, shut up about what you were looking to manifest because other people's energy can come in and mess up your whole show. Yeah, she got she preached y'all and I did I threw out the wrong name on Napoleon Hill. <laughs> but the Kiyosaki book is good too, but Napoleon Hill is, is yes, thinking grow rich. I actually live by that. Like I'm like you. I don't read it every year, but I definitely pick it back up and I, I go back through it because it's extremely important. And it talks really about the whole understanding and the follow through that you just went over of manifesting because manifestation is real and yeah. people are better at it because they understand it and they live by it versus oh, I'm going to try it today. If it doesn't work, I'm going to let it go. And they have this timing thing. You really can't have a time. You have to let it go, like you said, and detach from the outcome and allow it to be what it's supposed to be because you put that order in. And I'm so glad you gave that analogy of pulling up to McDonald's or the fast food restaurant and putting your order in because you have to place the order correctly and know what you want and be clear about it. I have had whole dreams manifest instantly in a couple hours because I was ready. And when you're ready, when you start to manifest, it seems like it's unreal. And you do have to be ready to say yes. Because I've, I've said no to certain things. I was like, what? That's just, but then thank God that <laughs> they came right back to me because I do believe in synchronicity. And I had the mindset and understanding to know when it did come back, that it was what I asked for. And I just had to get out my own way. And so often we prevent ourselves from moving in the place that we really want to go because we don't understand the signs and they show up and they're very clear and it is telling you come on we got you but yeah you stand stuck in a place that you don't want to be because you're too fearful to walk forward so I would normally ask somebody to give me three nuggets to leave the listener but I think you have really given them so much Tell them how they can reach out to you. If someone is looking to follow you, well, I'm tell y'all, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and just tell y'all right now that if you follow, <laughs> y'all think she's been real here. I'm asking her some questions in a way <laughs> because she's wide open. And if you're not ready, you're not ready, right? But if you that, that. that was a great disclaimer. <laughs> And you want to go on a journey and you want all of Miss Sheila K. How can we find you? 
So right now, my social media platform of choice is Instagram. I used to be the Facebook queen of Facebook. I don't mess Facebook no more because they hate Black women. They're trying to censor us. So I'm on, mm-hmm. I don't know Facebook on Instagram, but I'm an Instagram queen. I love my story. So follow me at the Sheila K1, T-H-E-S-H-E-I-L-A-K-A-Y and the number one, the Sheila K1. Uh, I share my life here in Mexico and my stories. I also share wisdom. I, I am, in case you all can't tell, I, I'm a huge proponent of, of Black American women living our best lives, living our dream lives. I want us all to thrive with anything and everything that we want. I have genuine love, love, love in my heart for Black women. And, and I, I will take that till there's no breath in my body. And so I share things that are specifically for us because uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in rooms that with people that I'm like, wow. And I've always put myself in a position to be privy to getting information from the other side that we would never get Mm -hmm. exposed to. And I'm the queen of like sharing it. So I always say, you know, when I get tea, y'all gonna have tea. I will spill all the tea. So I do that in my stories. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm very real. I keep it real. I ain't nothing to hide. I don't care. So yeah, there's that point. But I do want to leave the listeners with, with, one, with one thing, one piece of advice. I could talk about mindset, but just please, ladies and gentlemen, too, know that whatever you want is for you and you can have it. But you have to learn to get out of your own way. You need to learn to trust yourself. Know that you are worthy. I don't care what anybody's told you. I don't care if you heard you a blah, 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 because, you know, people in our lives that, that profess to love us, whether we came out of their birth canal or what have you you know, will say some really ugly things to us. You have to understand that anytime someone says something to you, it has nothing to do with you. You are a light and your light is meant to shine. And so if you're in a position in a space in which your light isn't shining, I implore you to know that your light is meant to shine and find people that can help you in that space. Because everything, and and as, as Black women in 2022, contrary to what people will try to tell you, there's a reason why I'm going off on a tangent for a second, but there's a reason why everybody attacks us. People don't attack the weak. People don't mm-hmm. attack someone unless you have all the gold. They Come want on. to get all the gold. So if we were not of the gold and didn't have the gold, and if we were not of the power, because the universe, Earth was birthed through us, people wouldn't pay us any attention. Right. right? But you got everybody trying to tear us down. Stop to ask yourself why. Mm-hmm. You know, I ask questions. Why everybody? Why black women's hands come out of my? Why everybody so pressed? What would we do? Why? 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 It's because we are the creators. Mm-hmm. Grasp onto that, ladies. Right. Know that. Live your life with that. Put on your crown and wear that shit. And, and yes. here, who's seeing whatever around you? Keep it to yourself. Just know that that I know it about you. You need to know it about yourself. So that's the last thing I wanted to say. I, I could talk for hours, as you know. But um, but that's what I wanted to leave people with is that know that everything is for you. Period. Yes. Well, thank you. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. I thank you for always showing up when I call. Thank like you. we've never met in person, but and Which I get crazy. Yeah, sisters out here is like, well, we haven't actually met. We've been sisters for years. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> yes, and I mean, for serious. Like she's real, real. Like I remember, I had just came back from Korea and I was trying to make a decision. I'm sitting in my car and she told me, "Girl, sell." everything girl you don't need none of that <laughs> like, get rid of it but, but, 
this is like, girl, it's, it's holding you back from where you want to go. And I'll never forget that. And I'll never forget how you just stopped to do, like you were in the middle of an interview in LA at mm-hmm. one studio or set and you stopped and had a conversation with me when I needed it most. And I will always remember that. Um, and so I thank you for always showing up for me and just being you. You are the realest person I know. And I appreciate you. Thank you. And nobody can ever come and say anything bad. I'll be like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> honey, child, please. You know, that's a straight lie. You talking bad about me. You know, that's a whole lie. <laughs> <laughs> right. So thank you again. Everybody, please check her out on Instagram. Give them that uh, handle again. Yeah, my handle is the Sheila K one. Lots of laughs, lots of knowledge and uh, lots of good times and good stuff. So, yes. (laughs) Thank you again, Sheila. I appreciate you. And you all, if you like and share this, I swear you'll bless somebody and you will be blessed. Thank you so much. And check us out every Tuesday. We have more stories to come. have been listening to life's a vacay podcast thank you for tuning in today every day you have a choice so choose yourself and never allow your circumstances to dictate the life you live whatever you don't like you can change remember nothing happens overnight but know that when you set goals and take inspired action whatever you desire can come in perfect timing never give up on creating the life you deserve Don't anticipate your next vacation when you could be living a whole life on vacation. Until next time, I'm your host, Cha Jones. Please remember to like and share this podcast so that others can be inspired. Peace.